My guest today is Simon Deban. Uh, Simon is a co-founder of GSoft, the software company behind ShareGate, Office Vibe, and SoftStart. GSoft is a suite in consulting, and through many twists and turns, the company was able to launch multiple products and sign more than 50,000 customers around the world. GSoft is one of the fastest growing companies in Canada. Simon, welcome to the podcast. Pleasure to be here today. Uh, so I understood that uh, GSOF was started when you were in school with your, your business partners. Uh, so at that time, could you tell me, like, what were the objectives of GSOF? Like, were you planning to do consulting? Was it to create products? What, was it, what, what were you guys trying to achieve? So, yeah, back in 2006, uh, at the time, I, I was working in, in a big uh, tech company uh, in Quebec, actually in the world. It's called CGI. I was working in the uh, technical support team and I was going, uh, I was finishing my, my CIGEP at the time. And I, I, I then started uh, at ETS, which is a, an engineering school in Montreal. And um, I just felt that back in the days, <laughs> back in the days, like if I'm, I'm an old person, <laughs> not really, but, but I just felt like the, the tech industry in Quebec felt a little bit, too great in my opinion i just felt like that you know right now like when we talk about tech it's like i don't know there's a there's a momentum and everyone wants to start a company now there and we we all talk about tech 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 all the time but 15 years ago it just felt like there was some i don't know some 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 services company around around the around quebec and it was kind of very traditional and 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 not too far from here in this in silicon valley it just felt like there was like a complete different momentum and um so from our uh our 20 years of life uh, in our first year at, at lts we just decided that we wanted to bring uh, uh, some fresh air in the tech industry in quebec and okay. we we decided to start a company and we just felt like the building a company was a, a, a nice way to kind of uh, express what we had in mind and what we wanted to, uh, to do in life. And, and, but at the time I didn't know much about what, what it's like to build a company. It was okay. like never build it. Like you're 20 years old. You don't know much. Yeah. You, don't, you yeah. actually know nothing at 20 years old. And, um, and my influence, big influence for me was my father. He had, I was, when I was young, I just knew that he had a company. I, I, I didn't know what it meant really, but I just knew that starting a company was a thing. And uh, at the same time, when I started GSOF, I think two months earlier, he started again, another company. And um, I just said like, so if he can do it, I, I can do it. And I just decided to start, a, to start GSOF at the time. Okay, so ent- entrepreneurial family, okay. And, and what, what kind of a business was your, 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 your father involved in? Like what kind of business? Uh, a technology company okay, uh, as well. okay. providing services uh, mostly in the finance uh, industry. They were acquired by CGI um, uh, around uh, the year 2000. And uh, and then he had to work there for a few years. You know, when you get acquired, you're yeah, kind of locked in. You're, yeah, you're locked in. And, and then a few years after that, he decided to, uh, to start again a company with mostly the same partners. And yeah. they just started again uh, together. And 
And uh, yeah. So what was the question? <laughs> well, so, so did that set like your, your model for what the business was going to be? You wanted to be an entrepreneur. You said, okay, let's start a business. But were you going after a similar model? Were you going like, okay, so, so my father has at this type of business. That seems like the right type of business. Let's get in that model or let's get. That's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, right now when you're looking at, at companies that are starting, they, they usually have a very clear idea, idea of what they're trying to do. And yeah, but in 2006, when we started GSOF, we had like a, an ideal in mind. We, we, yeah. we, we just wanted to bring some fresh air in the, the tech industry uh, in Quebec. But it wasn't very like tangible. So at the time when we went to the, uh, the accounting person and just had like our incorporation created and he gave us like the, 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 the leave the minute, the book yeah. where you, yeah. I didn't know much what it, what it was, but just took that home with my partners and we're like, okay, so now we have a company. So what should we do? And, and because we, we were kind of good at uh, programming uh, we just decided to take our expertise building software and just provide services okay. about, for whoever wanted our services but what's crazy is that you're 20 years old and you have a baby face it's pretty hard to kind of uh, to get contract from from different companies like they just don't take you very seriously so you're so at so we, at some point, someone decided to trust us and, and gave us our first, uh, our first project. Okay. We did a good job. And from that project, it went to another project and then it went to another project. And at some point we had like the portfolio to kind of sell our services uh, more easily. And, um, and yeah, from there, we just became like a, a more like a boutique service company doing, okay. like, we were like a kind of a small team, but very strong in building software. Uh, a lot of uh, like websites, a lot of intranet we built, a lot of custom-made solution for different purposes. And, uh, and yeah, so we, from 2006 to 2009, 2010, we were a 100% service company. And at some point, uh, Sebastian, uh, one of the co-founder, uh, went to, uh, I think it's a, Kind of a training or a conference and came back to the office with an idea that was like because back in the days we were working mostly with a platform called sharepoint yeah it's a yeah. very popular platform that built by microsoft uh, that became office 365 uh, that we know much more now but back then sharepoint was the on-premise version of office 365 and companies building software on SharePoint and to keep, to maintain development environment, uh, QA environment and production environment. And the, the challenge was to move stuff around those environments. And there was a lot of click that needed to happen to make sure that everything was maintained correctly right, and, and synchronized. Okay. So um, came back to the office with the idea of building a software that would make that much, much simpler. And, uh, this, that was enough to, uh, to, to start building ShareGate, which okay. is the, the first product, uh, the first product that we built at GSoft. And um, it was a total disaster. The first version went for like two years. 
at, at, after two years, we had four customers. Two of them were like okay. friends of ours that just purchased the product just to because we were friends. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna help you guys. And so, uh, big disaster. The, the 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 product didn't work very uh, very well. Uh, the, it was more like a big technology trip that we we had and didn't listen the customer much. And I don't know. It's just you know, when you're used to provide service, like you're a service company to switch from a service company to a product company, you feel like it's the same, but when you're, you're doing it, you realize that it's completely different. There's, there's the expectation are just not the same. The way you build your software is not the same. When you're, you're building a software for a large audience, it's not the same as building a software for a very narrow, specific need pro project for a company. So we, uh, so we learned a lot. It was a two years of, of, of just learning, 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 and, and a lot of hope that went nothing at the time. And, and after two years, uh, we decided to do a, a complete pivot of the product. Okay. okay. Um, we went to Tremblant in the- In the wood. Yeah. The yeah, market. little house there and for a week and decided to launch the pivot there and, and and decided to instead of trying to uh, the big difference between the two versions is that first version was the kind of product where you tried to do everything. There was a lot of buttons, a lot of the uh, we had we, we were providing a lot of features, but half baked features. Okay. And the difference okay. with the other version is that we decided to provide one or two features, but we were doing it very well. And okay. so the difference is because you're not providing a lot of features, you're not going to sell your product to a lot of people. It's going to sell to a, a smaller audience. And yeah. from there, we just keep, uh, we, we kept adding uh, features and like slowly, but surely like growing the audience. And at some point, Sergey became like a massive success for GSoft. And okay. it's like the, it's kind of a crazy story because Sergey almost, we almost decided to not pivot the product and just jump to another product and, well, and try something what, what else. What was the trigger then? Like what convinced you guys to say like, there's potential here, like, like there's something to do with, with, with what we put together or what we think this could be like, what convinced you guys to, to stick with this and, and just decide like, let's make this happen. I thought about it and, and I'm, I'm really not sure. I think it's, this is this is the case of of, of just good instinct and yeah. naivete of when you're young and you're I don't know for me it just felt like there was still something to do with that product even after two okay. years of absolutely no arguments to keep going like <laughs> looking at the numbers looking at the product looking at everything someone with the, the right mind would have never launched a pivot for, of that product. There was just nothing to hope for. And because we wanted to, to build our first successful product, we wanted to become like a, a, like a product company. That was like my dream. And, I, if, and at some point it's like, I think there's still something there. I think we should give it a try and, 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 
and yes, we, we did it. Like I think we went for the, the Christmas break and came back in January, rented a place in Tremblant, went there for a week, worked on that, that new shape of product with, with, with clear guidelines, no copy paste of the old product. It's just like, we're starting from scratch. Okay. We keep the same logo, the same name, and we keep the same essence in some ways, but we're, we're, we're approaching the problem in a different way, in a much simpler way. And we're, we're not trying to do everything. We're just trying to do a few things, but very well. And after three months, we launched the product back in the market. And after a month, someone purchased 10 licenses in okay. one, one deal and it went crazy from there. Well, no, it, it didn't went crazy. When I really think about it, that first month, 10 licenses, uh, the second month, maybe uh, a second customers and three months after that, like three customers, like it's, it went, it was slow at the beginning. And at some point we just started to see some momentum and, and mark like SharePoint became much bigger at the time. It became Office 365, became like the, the cloud platform, of, like the cloud productivity for, of Microsoft, which is, which is like a, a massive, massive, massive market. And we became the, 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 the go-to product when you're trying to maintain your environment, when you're trying to move stuff around, when you're trying to keep control of the, the mess that is happening in the platform when everyone is working hard on it, like, like creating documents there, creating sites there, library there, like, like these platform, like, like Office 365 is, is where people work. So there's, there's so many things happening there that at some point you get to a point where it, it becomes a mess and the stuff we're building, it's kind of keeping that, that chaos in control and help companies uh, keep, the, keep their information organized and keep people working on the platform in a, like a clean environment. So do you think there might be like a big uh, timing component in that case? If you guys suddenly like new version out on the market and it starts growing, but at the same time, at that point, you kind of add like that, like ShareGate or Office 365 really picking up. So might that be yeah. a big force in the, the, the initial momentum? Yeah, clearly. And, and that's, that's the thing you don't control when you're building a product. Like most success around building products are the, the, the luck aspect is, is very important. And I think we were, I mean, we didn't know that Office 365 was, was coming in the next few years when we, we, we started ShareGate. But I mean, sometime life gives you some, some gift and, and I don't <laughs> know. It just, yeah. But, but at, the, at the same time, you create your luck. And we were like, we, we, we worked really hard on that product. And it just happened that, that we, we, we did a big bet on Microsoft. And yeah. I mean, Microsoft is, 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 a, is a strong company. And, and the chance that Microsoft goes away are, are pretty, very low. And Microsoft has proven in the past that they can come up with new stuff. And I think it was a good bet from our side to, to, to work with Microsoft and trying to build stuff, helping that those products to be better. And um, it just felt right for us and we were passionate about it. And, and, and then everything like the, the, everything was, was in the right alignment to, uh, to be successful. And it became ShareGate uh, uh, 
still a very successful product that we uh, definitely that 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 I don't know more than I think we're what 150 people working on on ShareGate still to this day. There's yeah. still so much stuff to build on that yeah. product. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that that afterwards for sure. Uh, but at, at that point, like, so between version one and mm-hmm. version two, there was still the sense of the same problem, business problem that you guys were solving. Like, in spite of not having a lot, a ton of clients initially, how did you guys either reconvince yourself that this was a problem or there, there was a, a specific problem? Like, how did you, you narrow in on like there is that's the problem when you guys were brainstorming on? The next version. I think the, the the most convincing argument was the fact that there there were competitors out there, very okay. successful competitors, and and there the fact that we knew that there was a lot of customers purchasing their products, and and they were kind of doing what we were trying to achieve. And the the big difference with our approach is that they went. They were their approach was more like a more traditional like big soft enterprise software requiring servers and 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 we went for the let's build like a three meg install click 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 next and it's it's sitting on your computer and you you do pretty much what those big products are doing with so much and like so much cost just just to get started so it was like we were very proud of like trying to build the, the like the simplest product to migrate with share uh, with SharePoint and 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 keep your environment healthy. Um, so I think that was the most convincing argument. Like we were uh, very uh, we felt we felt it in our guts like we had like the instinct for it, but at the same time, we knew that there, there was a market there. We knew that there were some successful companies out there. And we knew that if we were able to execute an approach where you, you can only click, 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 install, and you're, you're, you're up and running, we could, we could change the market. And that's what we did because, and big difference with the competitors is that they were selling their products like for hundred grand, like, like 50k 100 like they were they were charging based on what they felt the customer could pay like the, the okay. very okay. old school approach like no price on the website you, you need to call a, a salesperson he's probably looking at your company like are they able to pay and they will send you like the biggest invoice they can um in our case it, we went for the what at the time, I don't, I don't even know if it, it was called that way, but now we call it the product-led growth approach. So it's, uh, I mean, we were, I feel like we were very early because we were selling like a, a desktop app in a subscription-based approach. Okay. And okay. Adobe came very, like, much later with, with the similar approach because they needed, like, the, the power of the machine to make their software work. But the, the cloud was there, but for the, the kind of uh, problem we were, we were solving, I mean, using the computer, like power was the, was, uh, was the, the way to go for us. And we went for a pricing that was very low. So the, the goal for us was, we, knew, we know that there's thousands of customers using SharePoint, like hundreds of thousands. Uh, and what could we do to get them, to get all of them? 
yeah, pretty yeah. much. And we, we went for a volume approach. We wanted a lot of customers with less features. So less maintenance, less support at the same time. And uh, it was our, also a way to build a customer base and then build a great product with them. And we wanted to have the burden on us to give them like a, a, a low, low enterprise and make them so addicted to the product that they would renew every year and, and, and keep paying. And at some point, they would pay the same as they would pay for, with the competitors Over with that one-time fee yeah. and, and met like 15% maintenance every year. That's the old approach. And we went for the wet work. Right now, it feels like it's, it's, the, it's Just, the way to go. But usual, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but think about it. Think about it like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah very different very world. Very different world. Yeah, and, yeah. and it worked. And a lot of people told us like, you guys are leaving money on the table. This is, this is like, it's crazy to do this. And, but now you, if you're looking at the market, there's not many competitors left. And we're pretty much two big players in the market we are. And we, uh, we're here still to this day and keep kicking. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because uh, a lot of those decisions were now that you, we think about it, they, they make a lot of sense. But when you're in the moment, it's a very different feeling. And I, I just, it just felt right. And that's, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's the reason where when I do, I'm giving conferences to uh, students and I'm always like, listen to your, be careful with the experience because experience will, will, will make you not do things because you feel like your experience told you to not do those things. But when you're young, you just do things. You, you're, you're kind of, uh, you don't know much in life. And so you just go in directions that most people wouldn't go. And sometimes you hit the wall and sometimes you just discover like amazing places. And it's like, damn, like that's, and I think that, that, that there's a lot of that in, in the success we, uh, we, uh, we created. And it, it's, I miss the old days of being young, but that, that's fine. I know <laughs> I'm, I'm happy now to, to mix experience with keeping that, 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 I don't know, that, Young. enthusiasm uh, yeah exactly and and just yeah. allow just <clears throat> just to allow you to go in, in 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 directions that most people would tell you to not go and sometimes i think you can yeah. find amazing things yeah I, I definitely think there's something there i don't know if you know the the founder of uh, nomad list no uh but it, it's it's like it's the same thing it's like he started like really young didn't have any 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 formal training in business but like all the solutions that he discovered are super interesting because they're, they're different, but they also work. So he's just basically doing like what feels right to him as opposed to like what people tells him should be the, the way to do this and comes up with like creative solutions that actually create even bigger success. I think it's, it's just to find the right balance. I'm, I'm happy now that we have the, the experience to mix with that, that, I don't know, that young, crazy spirit. I think that doing the finding the right balance allows you to create amazing products and 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 avoid stuff that are just obvious. Like, there's a lot of things we could have. We probably wasted a lot of times on many things, but what can I say? We're here today and it, it, it works. So, yeah. But if yeah. we can repeat that, I think 
could repeat it much faster. And that's the that's the power of taking well, your experience and, and keep that craziness. Yeah. So in that sense, like you guys, uh, so what convinced you guys to go in a multi-product approach? Like a few years after that, you guys decided to add a second product. So what, what was the, the driving force between saying like, okay, one product is great. Maybe two products is even better. We, we just can't stop. I think we're, uh, <laughs> no, I think the, the I thought about it like uh, in the last few years, and it's like, how did we manage to create two successful products? Because a lot of companies, like they have a hard time just creating one product. And it's, it's like, we have two now and we're trying a third one now. I just I feel, feels right. And, and what happened is that for sure, we met some people, we discovered stuff like there's, there's a lot of stuff that you don't control that just happened that just makes you create something and but in our case to dedicate people on a new product at that time i think it was based on the fact that sharegate was still very young and sharegate was not yet a successful product because if we think you think about it sharegate the pivot was done in 2011 okay sharegate uh, office vibe was uh, created around 2013 so it, there's a two years, two, three years. And it, you, we felt that Sharegate was becoming a success, but we weren't at the point where like, oh, we have to dedicate everything we have to that product. So there was still some, some I don't know, some, some room for a new yeah. product to, to grow inside, uh, inside GSoft. And... I think that if if we were like two or three like two years like if we were in 2015 or 2016 it would have been like a very different story and i think it's so we were lucky that both products had like the the space the room to kind of grow inside gsoft and at some point everything was around those two uh two products and this is a new challenge that we have a, as a business because once you get one or two successful products that get to a point of kind of a, a good scale. Everything is around those products. There's no more, there's no room left to build new stuff because it takes so much just to, just to keep, just to maintain a success. It, it takes everything you have. And it's, it's a big, like it, I'm not, I'm not inventing that. It's a big challenge for, for bigger company to innovate because they're too busy working on their existing products. And so we were kind of lucky that those two products were done very early, pretty much at the same time. And it happened that both products found like a market fit and they just became what they are today. And, and now we're trying to build soft start. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, I'm working full time on that product. I, okay. I strongly believe in, in what we're trying to achieve, but we have a very different mindset. Now we we're aware of that necessity of, of, of creating like enough room for innovation to happen. And that's why we have the lab at GSoft that is dedicated at building new products and that we're willing to invest money there and we're willing to lose money there. It's part of the deal. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's the duality between exploitation and exploration within the same company. I'm a, 
I really well, love stuff around that in the last few years. It's like, I want to be able to support both. It's just that exploitation, exploration, it's like they require different things. So it's hard to make it happen within the same company. Well, let's, let's contrast those, let's say like, so they start at a very different point, probably different, different start points. So like, how, how would you compare like how the three different ideas or the three different genesis of products uh, came to be based on, on, on where you guys were at? Because the approach certainly evolved over the years. Like you now you're at, you have a lab, uh, but, but initially it was, it seemed it was very organic. So how would you compare the three different uh, experiences? Um, ShareGate was the, the learning experience. Definitely the learning experience in uh, at a moment where GSOP was trying to become something. So you have that, like, you have nothing to lose mentality. It's like, we have nothing. Like we're at, at the time we had like a, a great small service company, which, which was, could be enough. I mean, we could have been that for forever. And there's amazing service company out there doing exactly that. But for us, it was like, we want to start, we want to build products. It's so fun to build products. So learning experience, nothing to lose. Let's, and, and we were so bad at it. Like just, it's, it's your first time building a product. So there's, you, you do pretty much every mistake, every mistake possible. You're, you're doing all of them. Um, office vibe was like, okay, we, we have the experience with ShareGate. We're, we feel like we have the tool, the right tools to build products and we have the, we have the right experience. And what ultimately happened with Office Vibe is that we repeated the same thing, did a complete pivot of the product a year and a half after the, the, the launch. Okay. And we had like, instead of having four customers, we had like 16 customers and most of them were not really using the product because it was just not, it was nice for the first few weeks but people, the product was taking too much from, was requiring too much from people just work, in order right. to work. So, uh, so it, it was more like, uh, how can we call that? Like a, a reality check. It's like, like you think you're good because you built one product. Like it, building products is, is, a, is, a, is a never ending learning experience. And, and it's, even if you think you, 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 I mean, you, I did it in the past. I have the experience, the context, like the market society, everything changed in a way that building products, it, there's some foundations, there's some basic stuff, but it's never the same. You're never going to get the same alignment and the same momentum. It, it, it's, it, you're never going to repeat the same story. So you have to accept the fact that it's going to be a struggle every time you start a product. And that's pretty much what's happening with Softstart now. I mean, the big difference is that we have the financial resources, but even with all the finance, like the, 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 the financial resources, it doesn't change the fact that building a product is extremely difficult. And, and um, I think the, Doing it with uh, nothing to lose mentality also is, is something that is, it's hard to emulate because when you have really, you act, actually have nothing to lose, 
it's there's a mindset that comes with that when you're actually kind of comfortable i mean we get our paycheck every two weeks where the existing products are doing very well so it's like how can we bring back that 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 i don't know that excitement that that feeling of like ah, it's do or die that's the that's the that's the the big challenge and that's why it's important to build the right team to uh to uh build those products and i think it's i have more fun doing it now because i i i can appreciate every step of doing it and i'm i'm I mean, we were improvising most of what we were doing back in the days. And now it's like, I kind of know what we have to do, but I know that there's, there's still going to be some unknown and we're not, the market is not going to give us a free pass. So we're, we're, but I'm more aware of that. And I think I can appreciate it much more. And it's like, and uh, I'm, yeah. And I'm surrounded with, with amazing people. It's, it's just fun building products and yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so, so in that sense, like you have a, a new baby this year, uh, cold start, uh, soft start, uh, soft start, sir, uh, that you're, 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 you're putting together. So like, how did that product, like, how did you guys identify the opportunity of that for that new product specifically? So that's, that's one of the big benefits of, of having successful products is that now you can build stuff around the customers that you already have. And we're lucky we're went for, for, volume like we're, we have like thousands of customers i think it's around seventeen thousand and uh, active customers so the the so exploring new opportunities with those customers it's much easier and it's like they're screaming opportunities all the time like okay why don't you guys build this and we get a lot of feedback from from using uh, users uh, using Office Vibe. We get a lot of feedback from people in ShareGate, and uh, we got we have access to those people. We can call them, talk with them. We can test stuff with them. So uh, so yeah, that's the biggest benefit of of built doing exploration inside a successful company is that you have access to resources that were that weren't there before. So with with what we're doing with Soft Start is feels like a, a natural extension of what we're doing right now. At um, if you think about uh, the stuff we're doing in Office Vibe, I mean we're it's it's a platform around employee engagement, and now employee engagement is is the we used to call like we use engagement used to be the buzzword for a few years and now the new buzzword is around employee experience okay and export employee experience starts from recruitment onboarding like there's so there's um we're we're kind of navigating in that world already and and it, it for us onboarding with the rise of remote work with like the post pandemic reality was just an obvious product to um to focus on and what used to be like, hey, welcome at GSOF at the at 9 a.m. at the front door at the office has changed to uh, you're now welcome in companies in the digital world, which yeah. is kind of a completely different approach. And you still need to connect with people. How do you immerse in a company when you're you're at home in your office and you don't have access? to the physical world. Like it's, 
so it's uh for us it's just became like an obvious opportunity for us and it 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 feels right there's a market for it people want it so it's like let's build the greatest product to onboard employees and uh so there's a, a, a bottom-up component where you guys see the signals based on your, your existing mm-hmm. customer base. And there's a top-down where you're looking at like macro trends where it's like, okay, so we know that remote work is picking up. This is working. This is going that direction. So you're kind of connecting both and saying, okay, so there's, there seems to be an opportunity there. How do you, how are you guys um, making sure that the, the product matches with the market needs at, the, at this point? Like it's on the market that the product exists. Uh, how do you guys make sure that it, it fits the market? That's a, I mean, it's a good summary of what you said just before. Um, it's clearly having access to customers. So we have a lot of signals and yes, we're very passionate and interested in the trend that are, that are happening around us. And we're, we're, uh, it, it, I mean, we need to understand them if we want to keep going, but, uh, how do we test the product? I mean, we're, we're trying to, I mean, we, we, you know, the minimum viable product, like building MVPs and I mean, there's, I don't think we, we all have the same definition of what an MVP is. And it's for like, sure. uh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of talk around that, but I'll say, I'll say it in my own words. We're trying to build like this, just, just, I think it's it's more the fact it it it's very aligned with the kind of product we're building at GSA. Products around like simplicity. We're not trying. We're we're never in the feature war. We're not trying to outpace our competitors with the features. We're just trying to build the the features, the 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 most important features, and make them just dead simple. So that approach allows us to be able to build product in a, at a pace that, that kind of makes sense and allows us to be in the market quickly. So we're, it doesn't require like massive investment to just like test the market. And because we have access to customers, we can call them and just do like a, a live session with them and show them what we're doing. And they're, they're, they like that. I mean, they're, they're part of building a product. They're, they feel like connected with their their. Um, they feel connected with us same way as we feel connected with them, and I think that's the power of being able to build products with your existing customer base and and just keep building around them. I think that once you get like a, a kind of a your a good customer base, like it's that's gold. Like it's it's like you can they there are actually people on the field experiencing the problems in the in their day-to-day and you can talk with them and they can share their experience with you and and you just need to be good at listening to them mm-hmm. and be good at at being creative in the solution you want to provide to them and you, you you can i think with the customers we have we're going to be able to build amazing products for the next 10 15 20 years and i think that it's, it's not the kind of thing that I realized early in the business because we were too busy just trying to make it. But now that we're, okay, cool. We have existing products. They're successful. We have, like, we have a lot of customers. How can we build a long-lasting like, company? And for me, the, the, it's obvious. It's like, let's, 
let's work with them. Let's, let's build products for the people we're already serving. And I think that then you just need to be good at, at finding the right method of doing it. But I think it, it, the broad concept is to build with your customers. And that's the, that's, that's only something you can do once you have those customers. So we're yeah, kind of in a right. different phase. It's a different phase that a startup would have because when you start from nothing, it's a very different approach. Is this, what do you think is, is when you guys have a new, new, new product concept, a new product idea or a new product coming out, like what do you think gets these first, first customers to uh, want to take part? Like, is it because of the, 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 will, the goodwill that you've built with having the other products or like, is, like what gets them to say, all right, they have a new product. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share my feedback to make them build a great product. Like what convinces these people early on? I mean, first you have to, you have to like solve a problem. That's, that's the, that's an obvious one, but they're not going to buy your product because they like you. Like that's, and I don't want them to buy a product or product just because they, they like us. I mean, it's, if they only do this for, for that reason, once they're going to really use the product and it'll, if they don't like it, it's just, it's not good for business. So solve a problem, be passionate about the problem and solve it so well that you, you're, you're going to have a good, like people are going to have a good reason to use it. And, uh, then I think it, what really helps is the credibility. Like you're, we already helped you on, on, on another problem. We did it, we, we, we solved it very well. So we're, it's, it's trust. You build trust with your customers. Once, once you build that trust, just keep maintaining that trust and just bring them other stuff and don't try to push, to be too pushy about it. Like it's a solve a real problem. That's now that you have access to yeah. those customers, they just, if you find a good way to introduce the product to their reality, you'll see if there's a fit. But because we know them kind of the way they use our product and we, we, the way they talk to us, the kind of feedback they give us, we know that they need it. Now it's a question of how can we introduce it? How can we build like a nice ecosystem of product that can promote each other without becoming too, uh, like, too pushy, like, hey, just buy all the products. And <laughs> that's, it's together. a fine yeah. line. It's, yeah. it, we, I don't have the solution yet, but I mean, we, the more we're growing as a company, the more the products are converging in a very subtle way. And the more they're, they get, they're, they're connecting to each other in, in an indirect and direct way. And the better we're going to make it happen, the better we're going to be able to, to, to keep growing as a company because if I can use my custom, my shared customers, I can find a way to introduce them to what we do in Office Vibe. That's a, that's amazing. And if I do, can do the same thing with soft start, you, you, it allows a new product to emerge and then the next product can benefit from that. So that's, that's the reason it's, it's one of the reasons why we're, we're trying to evolve the, the, the family of products in the, around the existing products. We're not trying to go completely like left field. Like we're trying to, it's like, it's like cousins and like they're, they're not too far. Like it's, and then we'll keep like extending. And I think it's easy to say that, but 
I mean, it's the third product. To be honest with you, we, in the last 15 years, we probably launched 20 products, 25 products. They all failed. So it's a... Uh, well, not all. Or, yeah. <laughs> no, not all, but I think some of them were very small experiment, like, but we actually tried, like, we invested in, in, in massively in products that we decided to, uh, to pull the plug and it's still very difficult. So my wish is to build a family of products. And I think now we're in the better, we have the right mindset. We have the right, we have the resources, the financial resources. We have the expertise, the right people. Like we have everything in place to make it happen. Now it's the time to execute and make it happen. And we were so busy in the last few years just to make ShareGate and Office Vibe successful. But now we're, we're we've never been that uh, motivated at, growing the, the, the family of products in the company. Hmm. And so as a company that started as a consulting company, mm -hmm. so what's the role of services in, in all this? Like what's the role, like did you, are you guys still, still offering services on top of the software? Is it still related? So how did the, the role of services evolve over time? And is that something that's uh, mandatory for a B2B company uh, to grow where you, you guys are? Um, to your question, if we still provide services, no. In 2017, we did um, full transition to a 100% product company. Um, I think that the services at the beginning helped us learn about the market. Like we were very young. Let's keep that in mind. Like it. GSoft is pretty much my first job. I mean, we, I worked at CGI before, but it's more like a, a job so when I was, like, job, yeah. Yeah. was in school. And so uh, service, the service side of the company helped us um, learn, get to know people, build like a relationship um, and it, get exposed to problems happening in companies. I mean, we're, we're fully dedicated at B2B products. So we're, we have to understand how companies are, are like how they operate. And, and so that was our first taste of how companies are. And it, it didn't taste very well. I think it, it made us realize that there's so much stuff to fix. There's so much legacy in companies, more than we think. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I can talk for us, but we're a tech company. We're using the latest best software, best of breeds, but this is not the case for most people. Like most companies are still using that old school legacy product that they, they, they feel like they're stuck with and they're still using a lot of paper for. So service side helped us understand that. And because of the service side, we started to build a lot of stuff on SharePoint and ShareGate came right after that. It really helped us understand the platform. So. No service, no sharing. That's for sure. And then Office Vibe happened in a moment where the, the, the GSoft culture was something we were very proud of and wanted to share more than ever. And, and it just made sense to kind of share that, that, the, that belief around creating a more human environment and like respect people. And so it, it was kind of a, it, it just made sense. And, and now I think that the, what the service was doing at first was 
was replaced by the fact that we're having customers. So we have access to the knowledge that we use to kind of grasp by being on the, mm-hmm. on, on the field. Like, so it was replaced. We get, we have access to, uh, I think I prefer to have access to customers than being on the field because now we have much more variety of like more diverse customers from around the world experiencing, experiencing so many different things. So there's so much to learn from them. And, and, and after that, it's our job to build stuff for them, the right stuff for them. So yeah, the service, a lot of learning. I would say that service, it's one thing we didn't talk about, but GSoft is a bootstrap company. We have no debt, never got any funding. So we're 100% owner of GSoft. And because why? It's because the service side became a way to raise capital. Back in the days, we were we weren't paid. We, we weren't paid a lot as as partners. Uh, I had like the, the 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 smallest salary in the company, and I just we were taking the money um, and trying to uh, reach milestones in terms of uh, how much we had. And at some point, we took that capital and just invested in Sharegate and then Office Vibe, and and because of that, now we're hundred percent. We. we we're profitable since day one, never raised any capital, and we're 100 percent owner of the company. So it's a an amazing success. It, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> now that we're 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 approaching the 100 million uh, AR, it's kind of a it's kind of a sometimes I have to pinch myself because it's kind of there's not a lot of relatable story stories around around like in the market. I can think of Melchim. It just sold to uh, yeah, for a lot of money. 12 billions, two owners, 50, 50, like that's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's, uh, so the service, the service side of GSOF brought us a lot. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that we went through that phase. And to be honest with you, when I was 20 years old, I didn't know what I wanted to do exactly. I just knew that I wanted to bring kind of that, fresh air, like just to be part of creating something that, that would be like uh, for Montreal and Quebec. And I just wanted to create something nice around here. And, but I, I didn't have like a clear product idea to, to build. And even that, like if someone had like gave me like millions of dollars when I was 20 years old, I'm, I don't think I was ready to, to invest that much. I, I was not ready to, had that kind of money in my hands so i'm happy that it took a, a longer time and and just and uh and now it's a it's a different story but uh it's uh yeah well there's a nice organic evolution as a company and probably as a person i would assume as well uh thanks thanks a lot for your time uh where can people go to learn more about uh, your work and your company's work as well website we just launched a new website <laughs> yeah which is where it's, i'm i'm very proud of it there's a lot of good stuff in there um office vibe has its own website also sharegate also there and these are like full-blown SaaS product with so much so much people working around all all of these uh, products uh but uh no everything is there i think it's uh 
people can reach me if they want, if they have any questions or I'm, 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 I try to answer like, try to answer as, as much as I can to people when they have questions. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty uh, available and, and, and Which I, I like to help yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here today. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think we have a, a, a great story and I'm always very proud to share it. And, and, and always, uh, it, you know, when we started GSOF, we didn't, we didn't felt like in our mind, if we were like reaching like 10 employees, it was like the biggest success ever. And for us, it was like everything. Like we didn't, we didn't think big at the time. We didn't feel that we deserved it. We didn't feel like it, it happened. It didn't happen around us. We were not from the, we're not from that world at all. Like I, I, I knew that my father built something, but so I'm, I'm always very proud to show that it's possible. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of companies that will fail for sure, but the only reason that some are like successful is that they, they, they allow them to believe it's possible. And it's, it's a mindset that at some point, it's more like it's possible in Montreal and Quebec to build amazing companies. And it's a matter of, of give it a shot and to allow yourself to, to believe that you could pull that up. It's possible. It just happened here. And I'm like, I know that we have like a very uh, special story and maybe it's special because it's my own story, but I feel like it's a, it's a very, uh, the probability that it happened were very low, but we, we weren't impatient. We were like, it took us like, it's been 15 years. We're almost dinosaur in the tech world, <laughs> but it, it's not a, like we're promoting a lot of story around like build fast and like companies that sold after two years and, these are amazing stories, but there's also amazing stories of, of like older company that were Nelson. patient and yeah. waited a long time to, uh, to reach some great milestone. And, and that's fine. If you have passion, passion in what you do and, and what's, and I know that you're doing a lot of things around B2B. And I think that what B2B is still very underrated. Like, un, like a lot of people don't understand how much, how many things that needs to be fixed in companies. To, to make them more successful. And there's a lot of products to build to help companies. And the difference with consumer products and that is that companies are willing to pay for, for those products. Yeah, uh, yeah. You get a check, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get they to have bootstrap budgets a company. For that. Yeah, and you can bootstrap a company. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, just gonna Thank you very much. This, uh,